Alcova Mortgage is here for good. We are locally owned, value great communication, and are committed to our Covington community. Call Alcova Mortgage Covington at 540-962-7152 or visit alcovahighlands.com to get in touch for your mortgage lending needs. Alcova Mortgage, NMLS ID 40508, NMLSConsumerAccess.org. Equal housing lender. Terms and conditions apply. All loans subject to credit approval. What up, what up, what up, though? Ballhawk Show. What up, what up, what up, though? Ballhawk Show. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Brick layers and ball shorts. Coaching from the side of the ball court. If you know, you know. One stop like a Walmart. We got the tennis balls for the wrong sport. If you know, you know. If you know about the carport, the trap door supposed to be awkward. If you know, you know. That's the reason we ball for. Circle round twice for the encore. If you know, you know. What up, 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 though? Welcome to the Ballhawk Show podcast. I'm your host, Amon Hawkins. Appreciate you taking the time out to rock with me on this latest episode as we preview. UVA versus Louisville in this 2022 football season. It's homecoming. It's a noon game. Hopefully, I see a lot of you there. And if we cross paths, man, make sure you say what's up to the to the guy so I can be like, what up? No, let's get a selfie or something. All right. Before we get started, this episode is sponsored by Abra Insurance. Go to Abra Insurance for all your insurance needs. That's, hold on, hold on. Turn my volume up. There we go. I mean, my volume up, my headphones. Uh, go to Able Insurance for all your insurance needs. That's home, business, auto, life insurance. The great people at Able Service in the state of Virginia for over 20 years. Right up here off Rio Road if you're in the Charlottesville area. Just check out the website, man. Uh, make sure it's a policy that, that fits your needs and that it's affordable. Tell them the Ballhawk sent you, and they will take care of you. You know, the whites, Billy and Charlene White, they definitely take care of you. Uh, also, Alcova Mortgage. Make sure you go to alcovahighlands.com. That's alcovahighlands.com. Holler at them if you need a loan. You need just anything financially. Holler at the good people at Alcova Mortgage. Very good people. Proud sponsors of the Ballhawk Show. So we're going to jump into this podcast. You know, I don't like the uh, previews to be that long-winded. <laughs> I like to just get right to it. Uh Hold on. What, Petty Hawk? He, he like, tapping me on my shoulder. I know, like, we live in the same body, but, like, my right shoulder started, like, getting scratched. What you need, Petty Hawk? Hey, man. So, uh, can we get the music started, though? Like, they don't want to hear you talk. They want to hear the music. But I got to int- introduce, like, the new audience that uh, – may have listened to a little bit of the last one in returning. You know, we got to shout them out. We got to say, hey, welcome to Believe Network. Also, go to iTunes or Spotify. Hit one star, five star, preferably five, and give feedback so it can help with the algorithms. Thank you guys for helping this last podcast, the Duke recap, shoot up the charts. It was in the top 40 last week, so we appreciate that. All right, Ballhawk, I know you got, like, housekeeping stuff but we trying to get to the music i got good music i I got how many first of all 
Shout out to all the fans that love my segment of the ball hog. Like when Petty Hawk name was attached to the title, it shot up and did numbers. He too nice. I keep telling him that. I'm like, I'm up, cut, I'm raw. You know, if I could cuss, I would. But I know he going to get mad at me. So I'm just like that. And I know y'all like that. Like a her. I'm like her, her. You hear me growling? I know I'm a bird, but her. Ah, her. Yo, Petty Hawk, chill out, bro. No, you chill out. That's what's wrong with you. Birds, we don't chill. Okay? We don't like the cold weather. We fly south. Okay? You chill, ball hawk. Go go chill on a ball. I'm petty. All right. So since I'm DJing today and not him, I'm going to play some because I've been watching uh, Cobra Kai and I started playing this song. What y'all know about this song right here, man? Hold on. Here we go. Turn the volume up. Petty Hawk, you ain't wanting to hear my song? Yeah. Take you back right there to the first Karate Kid got bars. Let's go on the instrumental. Daniel Sun and Miyagi Sun. Let's go. Got beat up over a soccer ball. But wait a minute, Ball Hawk. You being petty. I'm Petty Hawk. This is the, the name of the song is called Crew Summer. What are you trying to say? It's the fall. You trying to say we got a crew fall because we two and three? Man, would you let the song play? I just finished watching Cobra Kai. I ain't finished this last season because I want to like you know stretch it out. But the, it had me thinking of Crew Summer. Like, can I play a song I like? Nah, you think you slick. But I'm gonna let you play the song. You think you slick. I'm petty. You ball. You supposed to be like, you know, mellow. This is petty. Petty Hawk, what you got for us? Oh, I got a classic for the. I got a classic. I got a song that you was bumping when you was here at UVA, getting your mind right. You ready for this song? Because you're going to get hyped when you hear this song. This is to be your jam right here. You and Antoine Womack at the Tuttle Dawns your first year. Y'all used to play this every time. It was time. Matter of fact, let me let you hear a sneak peek of what it is. You ready? Nah, I'm going to make you wait. I'm going to make you wait. You ready? Okay. Come on, ball uh-huh. hawk. Yeah, ball hawk, take you back. Uh huh. Let's go, ball hawk. Make them say, uh, uh, na 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 na. I'm the carnivore today. Y'all have some big things. We have some big banks. Man, where you find this song at? How you know I like this? You weren't even around then. How you know about? What I used to play, who told you that story, man? Fool, I live in your brain. I see your memories, boy. Huh? What you forgot? 
I'm your, I'm, I'm a part of you. All your memories is my memories. Like in my Tupac voice. Now can we get back to the na 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 na's? Never gave a f- about no I'm not riches. And come shop. I'm digging ditches. If we pull a strike, commander in chief. If fools run up wrong, knocking out some teeth. I'm down here slanging, rolling with these hustlers. Try to get rid of you haters and you busters. Stepping on toes, breaking no. In the project, in the dang go. Breaking fools up, cause I'm a no limit soldier. Hey, these are salute. Dip, pass me the. Make them say, uh. Another edition. Oh, my bad. My bad. My bad. Yeah, Petty Hawk, you took me back. Hold on, man. Let me play my favorite song right quick, man. For like 40 seconds. Here we go. If people don't know, this is my favorite song right here. My wife will tell you that. I love Tupac, but this right here, I can't go for that. My pops put me on this when I was young. That Hall and Nose flavor, baby. Come on. Because we can't go for that. Yeah. We can't go for that. Yeah, homecoming 12 noon at the Scott Stadium. Playing Louisville, the cart knows. We can't go for another loss and being two and four. No, no, we can't do that. Yeah, freestyle on this hall and notes. Let's go, YouTube. Yeah, we know monetization gonna be turned off. Yeah. First, 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 let's go. Oh, they tricked me. I can still rap because it's instrumental. Petty Hawk, what you got to say? I ain't got to say nothing, punk. Play old music, okay? It's hauling oats. I don't even like oatmeal, man. You better chill out. Stop disrespecting this goat duo. But I don't like oatmeal. And I don't like walking halls. That's why I fly. Man, put my song back on. Uh-oh, here we go. can't go for you keep playing the song you said 40 seconds that was 43 stick to the stick to the contract ball hawk i got one more song to play and this is the song that everybody this is the song that's gonna get the team hype right here this song gonna make us win right here pump the volume up please and i cut the cuss words out ball hawk i got c murder with all my ignorant fans let's go Soldiers, if you don't like being rude, let's go. Cause we soldiers out here. We ain't got no limits. I'm flapping my wings. I'm flapping my wings. Get your mind right. Get your mind right. Get your mind right. Uh huh. Let's go, Master P. Master P like Poindexter. Uh-huh. I'm hitting them down with jokes. Y'all uh-huh. in the zone, the rope. Got your horse on the scope. Dude is watching me, clocking me. He is blocking me, cocking Cause I'm the hardest motherfucker out here rocking. I got the game in shades. Got the ninjas in blaze. I got them on the water raised. Because the ninja. All right, man. He cussing too much, man. It's a family show. You can't. If he, if he, all oh, those cuss words, bro. We get it. You want to be ignorant. 
Not ignorant. Take out the O and the R. You just ignant. <sighs> All right, man. Welcome to the Bog Show. That's 12 minutes of Petty Hawk right there. It's just, I apologize if you just came for a preview show. But this is what happens. He got a little success the last episode. And now he think he's running the show. And make sure you put my name in the title. I need my residuals. I need my royalties. Okay. Okay. Make sure it says preview with Petty Hawk. I need my tag. Okay. I got you. So here we go, man. Cavaliers versus the Cardinals from Louisville. Both teams are two and three. Louisville's 0 and 3 in the ACC, while UVA is 0 and 2. Last week, Louisville lost to Boston College by a score of 34 to 33. During that game in the fourth quarter, phenomenal Cardinals quarterback Malik Cunningham was knocked out of the game. And it's not when I recorded this and releasing this, no word of if he's going to play or not. But you have to prepare like he's going to play. So prepare like Malik is playing. Last time Malik was here in Scott Stadium, he put on the show. I think he damn near ran for 200 yards. I know the offense did. I know we got the win, but still. That dude is electrifying. Like, everybody was happy then when Lamar Jackson left and then hit Malik come. Like, what in the world? Um, apparently, their backup quarterback is like the quarterback from Necessary Roughness. Y'all have seen that movie with Sinbad and um, Stonehands and stuff? And they had the old quarterback. Well, the quarterback that's their backup is like up there in the, in the tooth, in the teeth. So, um, yeah. But, hey, you still got to prepare. That's the thing about backups. You don't know what, what their tendencies are. So as much as people may want to exhale if they don't see three running out there, Malik Cunningham, we don't know anything about the backup. And I'm going to talk, you know, tell you who his name is. But let's go to the statistical matchup. <sighs> UVA has scored 90 points this season. Louisville has scored 132. They're averaging 26.4 points a game. This offense that we were excited about is averaging 18 points after five games. 18 points. Um, They averaged 209 yards rushing the game, which is number one in the ACC. 5.1 yards a carry on 205 attempts. 1,045 total rushing yards as a team. Through five games for Louisville, UVA averages 154.4 rushing yards per game, 4.5 yards per rush on 170 attempts for a total of 772. Louisville has 13 rushing touchdowns. UVA has seven rushing touchdowns. Passing yards. Louisville has 1,105 total yards passing as a team on 152 attempts. As you can see, they have ran the ball. Another team we playing that ran the ball more than they pass. They average 221 yards. They even average more passing yards than us? Oh, my goodness. Petty Hawk, you can't be talking for me. You got to let me finish. But, they, dog, like, come on, man. We're going to be Captain Obvious. Like, man, this is this is bad. Talk about Brendan Armstrong. You got Malik Cunningham averaging more pass yards. Yo, can I do the preview? Yes. Keep talking. I can't talk while you talk. We the same person. You take half my vocal cords. They can't hear me when you're talking. 
Yeah, good point. Proceed. So we averaged 210 yards passing. They averaged 221. Total offense, they got 1,844 yards. We have 1,822 yards. They averaged over 400 yards a game. We averaged 360. So that, that twenty that 22 yards made a difference, huh? Huh. So looking at Louisville, man, it starts with their quarterback, Malik Cunningham. But they still have weapons. They have serviceable. They have backs who can create explosive plays, right? Um, statistically, Cunningham is the leading, leading rusher. He's averaging 93 yards, uh, 91.4 yards a game. And that's including last game. Going to last game, I think it was a little higher than that. Um, they got Tanya Evans. He averages 65.8 yards per game. In the four games he's played, 263 yards rushing. He averages five yards a rush. Um, Jordan, he averages 34 yards a game, but 4.1 yards per rush. So uh, they have they have guys they can hand the ball off to. Five yards and four yards a pop, respect, respectfully. As far as their receivers, Tyler, Tyler Hudson, number zero. Let me see who their leading receiver is. It don't matter, man. We got to stop people, man. Like, I like to go. I want to go in-depth and point out who they got. But, man, it's pretty simple, man. You you better win. But let me, let me. So, Tyler Hudson leads them in catches and yards. He averages 14 yards a catch, 312 yards on 22 catches for 62.4 yards a game. Uh, Amare Huggins-Bruce, 17 catches, 265 yards. He averages 15.6 yards per catch. Uh, one touchdown, 53 yards a game. So those are the top two receivers. The next two guys are Marshawn Ford and Brandon Smith have 14 and 10 catches respectively, 129 and 82 for the latter, 25 and 16 yards a game. They're going to run that stretch zone. Um, They're going to hold your backside in because of Malik Cunningham. They'll spread you out. They'll run quarterback draw. They'll run dagger, you know, two ends. Uh, they're going to attack the middle of the field when they pass the football. We saw last game when they came out in quarters with a post route to Harold, even though I think oh, Harold's at actually Alabama now. Uh, but, you know, they can strike fast. That's what they want to do. And what struck me about Louisville is they have a lot of long drives. Um, let me see if I can find the stat. But they have, I think, seven drives of at least 70 yards. So when they're backed up, they're actually comfortable. I wish I would have like folded the page, but it was a you know I was looking like they looking at the drive chart, and when they're backed up, they have seven drives of at least between seventy to seventy nine yards, which to me that was impressive because a lot of times you play in field position, and you feel like teams are concede and be very vanilla, but that's when they really hone in and execute. So that says a lot about Coach Satterfield and. His offense, and I think, if I'm not mistaken, so yeah, they got seven TD drives between 70 and 79 yards. They have three TD drives between 80 and 89 yards, three TD drives between 60 and 69 yards, uh, one TD drive between 50 and 59 yards. So that just lets you know they are comfortable coming out, as they say. And usually their TD drives are quick. 
two to three minutes. Between 201 and three minutes, they have seven TD drives. They have three TD drives of three plays, three TD drives of six plays, and three TD drives of seven. They only have one, two. They only have two TD drives that are 10-plus plays. But it all starts with Malik Cunningham. The guys around him, like I said, they can make plays, but he's the guy that everybody focuses on. He's very, very dynamic. He's done something that only the Colin Kaepernick's have done and the Lamar Jackson's have done, and that's quarterbacks with 3,000 rushing yards and also 8,000 career passing yards. For his career, he has 3,076 rushing yards, 9,064 yards. Those 9,064 yards are more passing yards than Lamar had at Louisville, uh, but Lamar has about 1,100 more rushing yards. So you think you got quarterbacks like Colin Kaepernick, who had 4,000 yards rushing, 10,000 yards passing. Uh, quarterback, the other quarterback from Nevada, uh, Cody Fajardo, he had 3,400 yards rushing, 9,600 yards passing. He had Jalen Hurts from Alabama to Oklahoma, 3,200 and 9,400. Then JT Barrett, 3,200, 9,400. So that's elite company. That lets you know that Malik can get it done. Is he as polished of a passer? No, but he doesn't have to because he's so mobile and because of the offensive scheme that they run. They're going to attack the middle of the hashes. They're going to make the throws uh, because a lot of times you have to use a spy on him. So those middle windows will be open because those backers will step up. They always have to make sure that they take the threat away, and he is the threat. So um, you got to force him to throw to the sidelines, force him to throw to the numbers, force him to make the long throws to be consistently accurate with a mobile quarterback. You're going to run a lot of games and use spies. So he's going to have added time because you want to keep him trapped. You have to have an educated pass rush. You can't get up the field too much and create uh, escape lanes for him. So secondary guys, you got to expect to cover a little bit longer and just stay on your man. And if anything, we got to make him climb the pocket. We can't let him get outside the pocket. You got to have an educated rush. You can't be, you can't play him scared. You can't, you know, just send four or send three and have a mirror guy and a spy guy and a mirror guy, somebody who just, what, what Duke was doing to Brennan last week. A mirror is, you know, you don't want to get home and keep a quarterback in the pocket. So you just try to time up the throw so you can bat it down. So that's why last game, Brennan had a lot of batted balls because they started mirroring him. Our offensive line was doing a good job of, creating uh, escape lanes for Brendan and doing a good job of protecting him. So they started just mirroring him and realizing, like, all right, we're going to see if we get our hands on the balls and started batting them down. So that's if Lamar is playing. If he's not playing, then the starting quarterback would be Brock Doman, 6'2", 227-pound junior. He came from a junior college. Um, he was at a community college. I think he's, like, 24 years old. He's probably like Chris Winkie was, 24, 25. Still has – two to three years of eligibility. Uh, came in last game. He was like one of eight. He threw an interception at the end of the game on a Hail Mary. Um, he looks like he's a little mobile, but he's, you know, he's more of the classic guy. So he's a guy that's going to – here's the thing. A lot of their zone reads and emotions and the and uh, shifts are the influence you get your eyes looking one way, and they understand that 
on those stretch plays, your end, your backside end, who can actually make a play on that, has to respect Malik. So they stay home. And a lot of times they use like a boot action to where he reverse pivots, hands the ball off, and runs a boot versus a zone read where the end can keep his shoulder square and then crash down because you're trying to read him. So what they do is they turn it, they turn Malik's back to the defensive end, like a boot, right? You know what I'm saying? Like a simple handoff, like under center, the boot action. With the boot action, the end has to take a step up the field to guarantee that he doesn't have the ball. And what that does is a lot of times they run these cutback counters and allows the back, the H-back to get right up on a linebacker because they don't have to worry about the end crashing down because of the running threat of Malik. So if you put in the backup, essentially that backup, that that defensive end can now crash. Like it'll, it'll have me really paying attention to the game if Malik's not playing, if they run their nice cutback play with their backup quarterback, knowing that now the run threat isn't there and that end can now, who's unblocked and unaccounted for, commit crash down and have a TFL because he's handing the ball deep in the backfield. And the H back is passing the end up to get to the linebacker. So. Um, that's it, man. Defensively, think about Louisville, man. They run a 3-4, but some jump out to me about them, right? So I'm looking at the defensive personnel. They got Yaya Diabai. I think that's how you pronounce his last name, number six. He leads the ACC in sacks. He has four and a half. Uh, Chico's right behind him with four. Um, nice size, 6'4", 270. Desmond, T- Desmond Tell, that nose tackle, 6'1", 296. Good size. Um, number nine, Ashton Gelate. Gil- Gilat. Gillett. I'm tripping. Petty Hawk, can you read for me? Nah, you got the UVA education. You read. I would have just said his number. Yeah, you right. Um, he's 6'2", 272. But uh, as you get to the linebackers, right, because that's the three down linemen, two defense in the nose tackle. You got Abdullah, the outside linebacker, 6'1", 240. Monty Montgomery, number seven, 5'11", 222. I, you know, that name sounds familiar. I wonder if, his, if he's a junior. I'm sorry. I got to look that up. My bad, people. I wonder if he's a junior. Cause I play. I had a teammate named Monty Montgomery. Ballhawk, you can't be doing this while you taping live, and yo, and yo, and yo, throw all on the microphone so you sound muffled. Oh my bad. Um, sorry about that. Yeah. So then you go to the next outside linebacker, Ben Perry, number ten. So Ben Perry, number ten, is six two. 200 pounds. Think about that. He's 6'2", 200 pounds. That's like a safety. And then his backup, Marvin Davis, number 14, because it's or, is 6'1", 182. So it got me thinking, like, is this a 3'4", or basically a 3'3", 5'? Now, I know alignment's a little different, but I'm, as far as personnel, it's basically five defensive backs. 
Last week we we went against a four two five. This week it's basically a three three five. They could run. Louisville could definitely run, but I'm just like, you gotta you if you can't invest into the run game with them, you get hey, I'm just saying. I'm not saying these dudes are soft because they're not. They'll come up and thump you. Are they cornerback Chandler Jones, 5'10, 186? Josh Minkins, their strong safety, 6'2, 196. Kendra Duncan, their free safety, 6'3, 219. And then Clark, who I think is Clark is really good. Number 13 for them, he's a good corner. I like him. I remember him from last year. He's a good corner. Um, so this is a game, man, that uh Offense, look, we say this every week. Offense, you got to get going. Come on, offense, got to get going. Man, you better get it get it together. That's what they say. I'm giving you the pulse of the fan base, okay? Hey, Ballhawk, can I talk now? Can I be the pulse of the fan? Yes, Petty Hawk. Look, offense, these people on these message boards is frying y'all. Y'all better get it together. Welcome to Wahoo Nation, baby. When we hold your feet to the fire, you ain't doing nothing. That offense last year was high flying. Now it don't fly high. Get it together. All right? Do something. We look at Louisville. Syracuse ran for 207 yards versus them. They beat them. Let's look at another game. Florida State ran for 189 yards. Dang, Louisville ran for two. How did Louisville lose that game? They lost by four. Must have been turnover. Let me see the turnover. Yo, Petty Hawk, you know you don't do stats. Well, yeah, they had turnovers. No, what? Never mind. And then the last game, the, the well, we know Zay Flowers went crazy versus them. Yeah, you're right. They don't give up a lot of rushing yards, though, Ball. I don't know about that rushing yard stuff. One got that's the air raid that ran over 200 yards versus them. This ain't this offense. Well, I mean, UCF had a good running game on them. Yeah, UCF had 208, but they lost. Yeah, they called that holding call him Swoboda, though. He won't hold. Yeah, he, he tall. We What he thought, they weren't going to see him hold, but he didn't hold him. Man, listen, if you that tall, don't get you're going to get caught. Shout out to Swoboda. How are you going to shout him out when you basically just called him out for the holding call? When he held. They called it. Christ, Ahmad. Yo, what I tell you about talking like Coach Wells, man, you can't do that. Well, I just did. Calm down. So here's the keys to the game. The keys to the game is stop the running game. You can't allow a team to run on you. You have to shut down the running game. Why were you so successful versus Syracuse to mount a comeback and to stay in that game? You eliminated their run game. Why were you allowed to stay in the game versus ODU even though you was turning the ball over when you was about to score? You neutralized the running game. Why did Duke just jump down and beat you down and return the favor? They ran all over you. Why did Illinois make you look foolish? They ran all over you. Why was everybody cursing y'all out after Richmond? Because they ran all over you a little bit. So you can't let Louisville run on you. Especially if Malik is there. If Malik's not there, you definitely got to make them one. You got to dare the elder statesman to show he can consistently find guys that's open and he can avoid the rush. You got to make them count the box and check out of their run play. You can't let this. 
If it's a backup, you got to make him uncomfortable quick, Jack. But if three is in the game, ooh, E.T., phone home. Carol Ann, don't look in the light. Oh, my goodness. I still got flashbacks when we had them backed up and he to-do-to-do-to-do on Charles Snowden and took off. Yo, Petty Hawk, you can't do that, man. What? I'm driving home a point. Let me cook. I'm cooking. Hey, man, we had 32 minutes. Okay, okay, okay. I hurry up. So that's my keys again. You got to stop the run. Offense. Hello? Is this thing going? Can you hear me? Hear me and hear me well. Hear me and hear me well. This is the game. This is it. Your back is against the wall. We need you. And are you okay? And are you okay? Are you okay, Annie? We need you. You've been struck by a smooth criminal. Offense. We need you. BA. Let's go. Wicks. We need you. KT. 99 problems. Getting open ain't one for you. Lavelle air up there. The last time Louisville was here, boy, I think you stepped. Is that the game he stepped over somebody? I don't know, man. It's 33 minutes. You got to hurry up. We don't like. Okay, okay. But can I say something? Can I keep it real right now? Go ahead, keep it real. Because I saw you on the message boards this weekend. You had a little back and forth about, you know, Coach Tony Elliott and, and, and you know, how he talked to people and people ain't like that. Let me tell people something. Everybody was right. Every stance you had, this is Patty Hall talk. Every stance you had when it comes to being a leader, you right. Whether you say screaming helps and whether you say screaming don't help. You're all right. Okay? Depending on how you was brought up. Depending on your temperament. Because we can point at leaders who screamed. Now, here's the thing. It's a difference. In football or in sports, you're going to see yelling. Why? Because the person you are trying to correct that's on the field, on the court, or on the diamond is far away from you. So guess what you have to do? You got to yell. Hey, don't do that. Hey, correct that. You got to scream at them. Because somebody said, man, you can't do that if you're a teacher. Man, you can't do that if you're in the boardroom. Let me tell you something. If the boardroom get hype and people talking back and forth, that leader going to raise his voice. Hey, now cut it up. Everybody calm down. And then when the energy go down, he's going to go down. We got to stop acting like Coach Elliott is staying. He's, he's belittling individuals. So, yes, Coach Elliott. Is going to yell. It's a lot. That's why I told a gentleman, the environment comes into play. If the environment is loud and the leader is trying to get your attention to correct you, he has to match the environment's level or he won't be heard. He has to get the attention of his player or his employee, any way you want to frame it. So no, a leader in a boardroom is not going to scream. There is no need. Everybody can hear you. One of the great motivational speakers I listen to, Eric Thomas. They call him E.T., the hip-hop preacher. Listen to him. He's yelling. He wants you to really hear and feel the passion he has for the words that he's saying. He's going to yell. You got you to gotta eat the dream. You got to sleep the dream. You got to want it as bad as you want to breathe. He's yelling it. 
David Goggins, he's cursing at you. Oh my God, I can't believe he's saying cuss words. That ain't your cup of tea. That's not your walk of life. That's fine. That doesn't make him a bad leader. It doesn't make somebody a bad leader or you, you, so you can question leadership on the surface if you losing. When somebody's winning, if you question the tactics, somebody's going to say, guess what? Well, they winning. So a lot of times as fans, we overanalyze situations. We do. If a company is failing, no matter what you say about the leader, majority of the time, what you say about the leader is going to be negative because the company's failing. So you're going to look at the leader, whatever he's doing, you're going to say it's not working. I remember Bronco Menahol being on the sidelines, not saying nothing, getting his head beat in by a team. And people are like, oh, my God, Bronco's not saying anything. Show some emotion. Do something. Show your leader. Show some fire. Show some vigor. So now you got a young coach who's actually doing that, and it's like, no, you're not reaching them like that. They're, you, they're in their upstairs brain. You need to bring them down to the downstairs brain. They got their barking dog right now. They need their wise owl. That's brain states for people that don't know. Meet them where they're at. I'm going to meet you where you're at. But again, both sides can be correct. You can say, hey, you don't need to raise your voice to be a leader. You're correct. I can say leaders got to raise their voice in that environment. I could be correct too. Because we're speaking from our personal experience. Even though I'm in a school system now, if I got to drive a point home and the classroom's quiet, I'm going to give you this tone. But if them kids up there and they cussing and fussing and they talking about each other bad, I'm like, hey, excuse me. Hey, excuse me. Hey, hey. And when I go, hey, they look. What did I have to do? I had to yell. I had to meet them where they're at. They're up there. I got to meet them there. Hey, buddy. You up there in the sky, I got to come up there with you because if I'm below you or above you, you ain't going to hear me. What? What you say? I'm going to meet you where you at. We don't know what's going on behind closed doors. And look, every everybody's style is not everybody's cup of tea. So I had coaches that was tough. Coach Andre Powell, my receivers coach, was tough on me. Well, almost had me come to tears, but he knew my temperament. If you piss me off, I play better. So he would look to piss me off, piss me off. And once I start cussing and fussing at him, I played better, but he knew a different player. I ain't going to say their name. They didn't like that. So he didn't approach them that way. But if somebody would have came to practice and saw how he was coaching me, they'd be like, yo, that ain't right. But if they came the next day and saw how he was coaching the other player and they had never saw he was coaching me, they'd be like, oh, we like how Coach Power is very mild-mannered and he's talking to the kid. That's how you coach. It's like, yo, you ain't see him coaching me. He was coaching me a different way. Everybody's not the same. Some people need that kick in the butt. And you ain't going to like it. Just like some people spank their kids. Whether they pop them, pop. Whether they get a belt. I don't believe in beating kids with belts. I don't. I don't believe in corporal punishment. I don't, I don't do the spanking. I don't have to. I'm your dad. If my words can't reach you, then I'm, I got to improve the way I communicate. Me hitting you, I, nah. That's just how I feel. But you, I got spanked, you know, growing up. I ain't saying my big moment was bad. That's what they knew. But me, once I started learning history and things like that, I was just like, yo, I'm not going to be somebody who, well, that's a little too deep. That's going to go left. But anyway, um, 
But yeah, man, so I just want to tell folks, man, like both sides can be correct. A lot of times when we have those discussions about coaching styles, it's all about preference. A lot of times uh, people start getting debates and you start taking a stance and some folks feel like, hey, I'm right, you're wrong. And my, my theory is always I'm just giving you my stance. I'm never saying your stance is wrong. I'm actually understanding your stance. I'm hearing it out. I'll say I disagree, but I'm not going to try to like belittle your stance. I'm going to just say, if I feel like you're trying to push me in the corner, I'm going to fight out, but I'm going to fight out the corner. Believe it. Like, that's what I like. I'm going to push back until we come to a common ground where I feel like you at least respect what I'm saying. But if you just like poo pooing on it and dismissing it, then I'm going to feel some type of way. I'm an energy guy. I, I I usually reciprocate the energy. So if I, if I misinterpret energy, I apologize if I display energy and it was wrong and I read it wrong. But, you know, y'all see me, I'd be like, ooh, that was nasty right there. Like, that's a nasty comment. Like, that's kind of, mm, don't, you might not want, like, that, that the left, like, ooh, I ain't say that. But, it's never meant to be like a diss or nothing. We all wahoos. We all want to see this program do well. I appreciate the support. Appreciate everybody on the Sabre. My guy, Chris Wright. Uh, my guy, Greg, with the grades. You know what I mean? So, <clears throat> that's what it is. Petty Hawk, you ready? I mean, ball, that was a little bit of Ball Hawk and Petty Hawk. But Ball Hawk, you ready to take the mic back? I'm good. Yes, Petty Hawk, I appreciate you. So we are now at 41 minutes. This is the longest preview episode of the year. Great job. Well, we need to be long-winded. We get a win. We done lost two in a row. Offense. What what MCA say in uh straight up minutes? Wake your punk. You can't say that word. You was about to curse. And you can't say punk. Why I can't say punk? Oh, you can't say it that many times. I think we don't reach the quota. Okay. Offense, wake up. Offense, what I need y'all to do is this. Sprinkle me, man. Like E40. Sprinkle me, man. Sprinkle a little bit of that, that Dr. Bob. Give me, go to the store, get some of that Dr. Bob, sprinkle it. That's just sprinkling in. You ain't got to know it. Just sprinkling in. Give me a taste. Just get a little bit of taste of it, okay? Let Brendan give me a little bit of improvisation, okay? Give me a little bit of Patrick Mahomes backyard football, okay? Backyard against. Come on, okay? All right. That's how we're going to end it. Good as the enemy are great. Be great in everything that you do. Never let nobody tell you you can't set to do what. <sighs> Petty Hawk, you messed up the quote. All right, you say it. Okay. Ball Hawk here. Good is the enemy are great. Be great in everything that you do. Never let nobody tell you you can't do what you set your mind out to do. You got that, Petty Hawk? Yeah, that's why you Ball Hawk. You was a wise guy. You so smart. You went to UVA, huh? You got to what you get your degree in the Lord? Then you then you grad, then you uh major in religious studies? Yes. Shout out to uh Dean Most. She was Professor Most. Oh, look at you. You know about the Lord, you know about the Buddhas. What else you know about? Huh? You learn about Allah? Who else? Who else you learn about, Ball? Bro, would you close the show up? No. Pray for us. How many languages can you pray in? Did you take Spanish? Huh? You take Latin? How many languages can you pray in? How many Bibles you read? Boy? How many versions? Versions? Yeah, see? That's nasty word right there, Petty Hawk. I had to slip up a word. The Lord know my heart because it's your heart. <laughs> I'm protected. 
Because of you. You was baptized. I'm baptized. We love the Lord. The Lord and I love him. Okay. I'm just a little petty. Lord, no, Lord. This petty hawk. I like to have fun. Don't hold him against ball hawk because then I get punished. And he could be mad at me because he punished because of me. And then I can't, you know. So, you know my heart because it's his heart. He got a good heart. He's a good young man. Okay. Close the show up, Petty Hawk. All right. Yo, shout out to everybody that emailed Ball Hawk. Shout out to Derek. Shout out to Ed. Shout out to Mr. Uh, my man Warren Stewart. You feel me? Yeah, we took drama classes at UVA. Bro, what are you doing? I'm closing the show. Can I can I play another song? No. Can I just do y'all y'all want to hear another song, right? Don't y'all want to hear another song? They don't want to hear no more songs. All right, we won't do no song. It's the Ball Hawk Show. Oh, we out of here. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.